He's the Sultan of Salary. Money, please. Our very own sports financial guru. When athletes get paid, he's our go-to guy. I know he's taking rich. He's Mike Gennetti from SpotRack.com. Mike Gennetti, our go-to sports financial expert, the best in the business. Got a lot to talk to Mike about here. Mike, I was talking about the MVP candidacy of one Derrick Henry, among others in the NFL, but he's one that stands out. I wonder if we'll look back and play the what-if game with Derrick Henry. What if he were to play for a legit contender, which unfortunately, just based on the way his contract looks, it looks like he'll be in Tennessee until the wheels fall off. They eventually will, but do you think we'll we'll do that? We'll play that what if what if game with Derrick Henry and his career? Yeah, I think that's going to be the moniker for most of these superstar running backs, right? I mean, it's uh, I mean Jonathan Taylor's stock has certainly dropped here over the past three crazy days. But uh, look, this was the number one seed last year, right? I mean, and they're first place right now, probably handily taking that division from here out. So. It's not like he's on a on a stinker. It's just that there's no playoff backing, right? So is he going to win a Super Bowl and be a Super Bowl MVP versus the league MVP? That's probably more likely in the next whatever years. But um, I wouldn't be so sure he's on this team next year. Uh, really? Because if yeah, if this quarterback situation goes awry and Malik Willis is not the future, they're going to start over and they're going to start selling some pieces in Tennessee. So Derrick Henry could be. Uh, I wouldn't say an outright free agent, but certainly a trade candidate in March, seeing how the rest of the season goes. Yeah, and that is one of the reasons I'm happy that CMC landed in San Francisco, and you can see what a superstar running back could do for a team that's a legit contender, but that's interesting. Derrick Henry's contract does have him locked up with Tennessee, so they they would control that, right? That wouldn't be a Derrick Henry decision? Yeah, there's one more year, but it's uh, it's fluffy and it's high cap hit. So something's going to give on mm. that, and uh, you know you could always just get out of it and outright release him. I, I wouldn't recommend that from Tennessee, but um, they are under control, so they do have some assets to, to burn in March. So the uh, the Dolphins are getting every penny out of Tyree Kill. He was another one of the names that I mentioned. How much do you think the Chiefs regret not finger, figuring out a way to pay him? They're six and two. They're still really good, but a lot of that's because. Patrick Mahomes is of a different world. Their their offense is clearly isn't the same without Tyree Kill, and the Dolphins' offense is incredibly different with Tyree Kill. Do you think the Chiefs have any uh, any remorse there? Yeah, can I can I say zero? I, I think it's zero. Wow, I, the, the contract's nuts, you know, and, and it's fluffy. We talked about it. There's a lot of backload to that, but it, it's a lot. It's a lot to offer a wide receiver. It's going to be 95 million for four years, so he better be a 2,000 yard receiver. Um, based on how things are looking. So I, I just think twofold. It's money with Kansas City, and it's it's depth. And I'll give one more, too. It, it allows for creativity. I, I, what we see with these offenses sometimes is just complacency, right? And, and obviously defense can pick up on it, and there's plenty of video out there to, go, to check it out. I, I think this just kind of gave the Chiefs offense a reboot and a chance to say, hey, look, we're not the same we, we were the past two years. We're going to be Travis Kelsey you know, heavy, but let's bring in some other weapons and really start to be creative and think outside the box because that's what defense has been doing against us for two years now. So I think it's it's a wholesale positive for Kansas City, but we'll see when it's Miami versus Kansas City in the playoffs at some point, right? Right, exactly. And, I mean, they went up against the Tennessee Titans. They almost lost that football game, and it just feels like they would have been able to generate more of a spark with a guy like Tyreek Hill. Up until, I think, this past week, I was of the same mindset that you just shared I think I'm starting to shift. Seeing what Tyreek Hill does for the Dolphins week after week, 
and the Chiefs' offense, because they can't run the football, is starting to sputter a little bit. I just wonder if that's going to be something that we look at moving forward. Josh Allen, the Buffalo Bills, another one of the best teams in the league. He's dealing with some nerve issues in his shoulder. You're in the Buffalo area. How much are people freaking out over this potential injury? Uh, jump off a cliff mode. <laughs> wow. <laughs> it's uh, Obviously, you know, anytime you, you see UCL and, and nerve damage and things like that, you're going to freak out. Um, I, I kind of look at that last throw, right, that fourth down throw, as a way to say, look, he can definitely push through this, but do the Bills want him to push through this, especially with nine weeks to go here? Um, we're going to see how this plays out. I think probably he'll get the Minnesota start, but if there's any kind of tinging or you know feeling in that elbow, I think he's going to sit for a significant amount of time. But look, I talked about this with you before the season. They acquired Case Keenan from the Browns, and I don't think that's a small thing right now. He's a legitimate, experienced starting quarterback. He's not Josh Allen, that's for darn sure. But they're not sitting with a, a seventh-round rookie back, backing up Josh Allen right now. So there's a little bit of hope there, at least for the next nine weeks. Yeah, yeah. you can't have a Josh Allen as a backup. They don't exist, but I guess you could do worse than Case Keenum. We're talking to Mike Gennetti from SpotTrack.com. Let's talk about some of these current contracts that are out there. The Dolphins just locked up Bradley Chubb, uh, making him... Uh, uh, for five years, $110 million was the total uh, amount of the deal. How much does that stack up with his peers, and where's the fluff with this contract? Yeah, so it's seventh among edge rushers. It's $54 million over the next three years. It's actually not as strongly guaranteed as I thought he was going to get based on that trade compensation. It's about 33 to start, 54 over over the next two and a half years. So um, the Miami really didn't set themselves back too much here, in my opinion. Um, outside of the first round pick they gave up in that trade, but I, I think it's a it's a fairly decent deal based on where this window of contention can be for the Dolphins. It aligns with Hill. It aligns with whatever Tua situation could be. They could run Tua through a franchise tag and never pay him, and Chubb and Hill could fall off this roster pretty easily. So I, I like where we're headed here. They're, they're kind of setting themselves up for A or B based on where the next couple of weeks go. But this is a a scary, scary team right now. There's no question about it. Based on the conversation that we had last week, it looks like teams were scared off by Brandon Cooks and his big salary. He expected to be traded. Now he's disgruntled. The Texans didn't play him last week. Is this something the Texans are just going to have to eat and possibly cut him? Or is he stuck because he makes too much money and they're not going to be willing to let him go? Boy, Everything's on the table here, including the Baker Mayfield situation, where he decides to to basically alleviate some of those guarantees next year in the contract in order for them to basically just outright release him. I don't think he can sit in this roster for the next nine weeks. I really don't think that's possible because the Texans are just going to be floundering and it's going to get worse and worse. So, you know, we're in that situation where he wants to be on a better team. I think he deserves to be on a better team. I don't know why he signed that extension. So that's probably what what's being said internally is why did you do this? Um, but I do think there's a chance he gives back some of that $18 million next year in order to get the heck off this roster and start over. Okay, two quick thoughts on uh, in the in NBA and Major League Baseball. We'll start here in Orlando. We are frustrated right now. Our team is 2-9. and nine. They're losing to bad teams like the Rockets. We need some shooting desperately. This team cannot shoot the three ball. Could you give me a name or two that we can make a deal for? I know we've got a while before the deadline. Preferably a star, but you know any name that you can come up with. We're really all ears. Oh, you just need a star. That's all. That's it. Just a superstar. (laughs) No, is Buddy Heald a good enough star? He's not. Right. That's not going to do it for you. No, no, I'm okay. I'm okay with Buddy Heald because the Magic needs shooting. They really need. They need. 
yeah, it'd be great to have a star. Everybody wants one, but they need somebody that they can throw out into a lineup and say that that's the guy that shoots the threes for us. Because right now they don't have him. Okay, all right. So Heald's definitely a candidate. I would watch that Brooklyn Nets team, Brandon. I think they're going to start to implode soon, and it's not going to be a Kevin Durant situation. It's going to be they're going to sell parts. So is that Seth Curry? I mean, that's that's a big name right there. Is that Joe Harris? That's a big name right there. So I like it. I'd, I'd watch Brooklyn. I'd certainly watch Indiana. Sacramento's weird. Um, they've got some pieces, but I thought they were going to be better than this. That's a team I would watch. Outside of that, and, and then Miami, right there in your neck of the woods. Are they going to sell Duncan Robinson? They can't sell Tyler Hero right now. And is Jimmy Butler going to try to force himself off this roster if they stay bad? So there's going to be some, uh, some craziness here heading towards December when that trade restriction lifts. But I think right now you're going to have to just kind of grin and bear it. Well, you know, De'Aaron Fox is someone that really intrigues me. He would be great for this team because he is just all offense uh, and and speed on a team that has nothing but size and, and paint ability. So he would be really interesting. I don't, I don't know what it would take to get someone like that because he's a great player. Um, but I got my eye on that one. And he just beat the Magic on a buzzer. Are you man? You know, the train has stopped. We're... Um, we called the engineers. We're trying to work on some stuff here at the trail. Yeah, I, I think that's a piece that Sacramento would be interested in, so that's probably a conversation you could talk me into right there. Not if they watched him play against Sacramento on Saturday night. He scored about four points that night. Astros, uh, the Astros won the World Series. Great young team, but championships t- teams always lose guys. Who are they looking at in terms of decision, uh, decisions that they'll need to make going into next year? Yeah, they need a catcher unless they retain Christian Vasquez, which I would actually recommend as a decent piece going forward. Uh, they need some kind of first base DH player. Mancini, I imagine, falls off here, and Yuri Gurriel certainly going to fall off, but there's plenty of those around. And then Verlander's a big one, and I do think there's a really good chance Verlander changes teams this offseason uh, because he's going to be looking for that Max Scherzer type contract, and I don't think Houston's in any position to do that based on their depth. So that's it. I mean, other than that, they are crazy retained, they are crazy healthy financially. They're in really good shape. I expect them to be atop this American League in 2023 again. Damn. We all wish to be the Houston Astros. Mike Gennetti, sports financial analyst, the best in the game. You can find him online at SpotTrack.com and on Twitter at S-P-O-T-R-A-C. Thanks so much, Mike. Good stuff today. You bet, man. All right. <laughs> Got him going with that De'Aaron Fox stuff. I mean, I would lo- I yes, I would sign off on that. I'll just go ahead and say it. Man, it would be cool if we could get, I mean, I'm sure he's too busy, but on, like, deadline day, if we could just have Janitty, like, on the line the whole show. Oh, man, that would be great. I wonder if Even could... while he's just plugging away and you hear the yeah, keyboard just, typing in the background. Yeah, whenever you got time, you can just hit us with a few in. bites. Yeah. <laughs> hey, that'd be fun. That's a great idea. Coming up after this, Jim Ursay doubles down on the Jeff Saturday move. We have some hilarious audio for you after this.